And how do y'all? I'm Leslie. I'm Laurie. Welcome to Sumo Sumo Kaboom. Where we talk about all things sumo. Yeah, this week we're going to talk about the Banzuke. Just came out. We're going to talk about... off the press. Yeah, we're going to talk about all the stories that go along with the Banzuke. Because it is an exciting one. They're always exciting. Yeah, they are. But first, honestly... I want to hear about the news of the weekend because there was a huge event here in Dallas. It is sumo related, has a direct correlation or direct connection to the Japan sumo world. So, Leslie, tell me about the roller down. What was it called? (laughs) Roller town breakdown? (laughs) Roll it down. Break it down. Sumo town. No, it was called the roller town showdown. That's it. Sumo tournament. But I kept calling it the roller town sumo tournament. But it was at roller town beer works out in Salina, Texas, which north of here, north of here. And it was weird because I was like, we're going to have a sumo tournament in the middle of the sticks. Because from what I remember about Salina, like you have to a say Salina with an accent, Salina Texas. Salina, and it looks like it would be there. Selena. No, uh, it right, it's Salina. Salina, and it's far out there, but it's uh, north of Dallas, and people came in from all over the country. I saw some of the some of our best sumo wrestlers from all over, especially in Texas and from Florida and from Florida. And people California, flew yes. in, uh, uh, maybe, but uh, no, I didn't see a lot of the the people I normally recognize from California. But then again, I. I kind of get confused where everyone's from. Okay. I just know their faces and I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, there's Edobar. He's looking bigger. And then there's Mark and the, you know, yeah. there's Caleb, you know, but I got a chance to see all of the guys and they were all there. So it was a really cool event. And one of our most popular social media posts is a picture of me standing with Gagamaru. And so I was supposed to do like the live stream, like, uh, like interviewing people in the crowd and stuff. But like the whole day we had had storms the day before. So the guys had come in and they did Keiko with Gagamaru on Friday, but then these huge storms came in. And so when we got there on site on Saturday, everything kind of had to be put up again because you kind of had to lock everything down because of the storm so everything was a little bit behind so because of all that all of the audio and visual and stuff got put together in time for the tournament to start a little bit late and so I was supposed to be on camera and I was totally okay with that because most of the time I was just ogling Gagamaru and like (laughs) Like awkwardly standing to the side, like, I don't know how to approach this man. Is he bigger? Okay, first of all, this is Gagamaru in his small form, right? not his wrestling shape. No, this is Gagamaru in retirement. But he just retired, what, in 2020? Yeah. So So how big is he? He's like, well, he's like dad size, like our dad, like tall. He's like 6'1", 6'2". He actually looked like more like 6'2", but I think he's listed as 6'1". And he's still big. He's lost a lot of weight, but you still, like, in the picture, you'll see me. I'm like, I do look kind of small. You do. Like, uh, next to him. Yeah, I couldn't believe it when I saw that photo. I was like, oh, my God, if that is him in small form, he must have been huge when he was wrestling. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I must get to Japan and just stand there amongst a sea of sumo wrestlers to just feel tiny in this world. So I got there, and uh, everyone was setting everything up, and everybody's pitching in, and everybody's putting everything together and getting all the cables and all this stuff. And meanwhile, all these people were coming out of the woodworks to watch it. And they had a local TV station like Corey at Dallas Sumo Club, especially just local sumo. Everyone has thrown in and pitched in. Yeah. 
and done so much. So many people volunteering just to get a crowd there. And they did a local uh, news piece on our Dallas, I think NBC, Dallas local affiliate sports. um, Yeah, great piece. Yeah. And so there were a lot of people there. And I just kept thinking about like the very first tournament that you and I went to was Mm -hmm. I think Consulates Cup. Yeah. And that was full of wrestlers, but like not tons of spectators and like just knowing like what Justin's done down in Austin and building the Austin program and and San Antonio and then here Dallas like it is getting bigger and there are all these people that are coming out to see the tournaments now so great so there were a lot of people that were just ready to see people wrestle a lot more wrestlers that are local the local clubs have grown but also there's more women and there were youth that were there great yeah so it was pretty cool but when I did get there uh, someone introduced me to Gagamaru and was like, Sumo Podcast. <laughs> and so he probably Hi. thinks my name is Sumo Podcast. Um, <laughs> did you try out your Japanese? I did, but then someone corrected me. And then I was like, oh, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that anymore. I thought I said nice to meet you. I did, but I don't think I said it with like the formality I was supposed to. Oh. Uh, and then I was like, okay, maybe I won't say anything else. So then I became somewhat of a mute around him. <laughs> and he probably was like, why is this girl hovering and not saying anything? <laughs> And so I just <laughs> talked to everybody else about him because he does speak some English, like way more English than I speak Japanese. And I did try to use like, can I take a picture with you? Yeah. But I couldn't remember. I was like, Shashino Shashino to te kurasai. But I think I said Shashin, Shashin. Photo, photo, photo. And he caught what I was saying. And he was like, yeah, yeah, of course. But I was like, oh my God. I'm like, I clearly did learn some Japanese but in the moment it was a good reminder if I do go over to Japan I've got to do a lot more work to be able to communicate <laughs> in some form other than idiot form so no that's actually perfect because that's exactly what I would have defaulted to that or like uh anata no ozumo wa ides yeah. <laughs> like your sumo is yeah. good. Well, somebody somebody asked him and I did understand. Somebody was like or he he said uh genki desu ka to somebody else and I was like, <gasps> "Oh, I could have I could have answered that. <laughs> I could have answered that." And somebody answered and I was like, "Okay, I can sort of pick up some stuff here. Anyway, I was just astonished at how crappy my Japanese is after living there so many years ago. I should have remembered more, but it's gone. Um, so yeah, th- but there were people who could translate for him. That's great. But they were busy dealing with like getting him to do, to teach people how to do the doyo iri and all that kind of stuff before, because they wanted to do a real doyo iri. Yeah, they wanted and they to had do it right. Yeah. And so he did, and he demonstrated with everybody. And he also was helping tie people's mawashis and doing like helping everyone know how to do everything correctly it was really sweet yeah i asked Corey of dallas sumo club i was like now what did y'all do this week because i'm interested in gagamaru's experience in the u.s i am obviously interested in him and everything he taught the guys the guys did say during the keiko they were doing butscotti and they were like we practice with really heavy guys in the gym when he lent his chest they were like, it, he was unmovable. And that's in mm-hmm. his much less, like, like he's lighter. Yeah. He was a brick wall. No one could move him. They were just like, uh, they were like the mechanics of whatever he's doing in that. Yeah. It's not obviously just weight. Yeah. It's so much more than that. And that's what some of the guys were like. It was a four hour Keiko, 200, 100 or 200 Shiko. I mean, he did a full 
Keiko of what it would be, Bootscotti forever. And they were, that. that's what a lot of the guys said was the the hardest is the Bootscotti. And then matches. Were um, they sore? Yeah. They were really sore the next day for the tournament. Wow. Yeah. What a cool experience, right? Yep. But again, I asked what he was doing when he got to Texas because I wanted to know what he thought. And uh, the rumor, rumor mill was like, he, he came first and he didn't bring his wife because he was like, I got to make sure these people aren't fools. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Which I don't blame him. I'd kind of be the same. Yeah. Like we are kind of probably a little crazy yeah. from the outside looking in, but I, I think he loved it and he wants to come back. Oh, yeah. He definitely wants to come back and like perhaps bring his wife and they treated him really well this week. And two funny things that I will, I think I can repeat this because they were just kind of funny to me when I asked. I was like, what did, what did he want to do? And they said, somebody was like, he really wanted to go to 7-Eleven. What? And yeah. And like, I understand. So 7-Eleven is actually based in Japan, the headquartered in Japan, but the 7-Elevens in Japan are very nice and they're like, they're orderly and they're clean, right? 7-Eleven in the U.S. Sorry, 7-Eleven is not a sponsor. (laughs) But when you hear someone say, I got to go to 7-Eleven, you're like, no, wait, like, you just want for, a like for real, like, are you sure you want to go to 7-Eleven around here? And they were like, yeah, he was like, I need it. I want to go to 7-Eleven. So because y'all there, it's like the epitome of the corner convenience store. That's <laughs> tiny. It's like the size of one room. Yeah, but it's usually just, just kind of cigarettes gross. and cigarettes. tobacco yeah. and all your soft drinks yeah. and maybe anything you might need for your car, like windshield wiper fluid or something. But it's a quick in and out. You just get out of there. The bathrooms are usually a mess. Yeah, you don't want to usually use the bathroom in yeah. there. I'm really sorry if anyone were to... But they said, I think they were like, they. I think they read perhaps correctly that indeed when they were like, we'll take you to 7-Eleven that he was... <laughs> Not, a, not a, not impressed, you know, but, <laughs> but I'm putting, I'm, I might be making that up. I'm sure he was lovely about it all, but I, he, he smokes a lot because yeah. he's European, right? Yeah. And the Japanese smoke more than we do. Yeah, here, I noticed I think. he was vaping and he stuff vapes there. a lot. So they got him set up with a whole ton of vapes <laughs> because probably it's, it's expensive in Japan, perhaps, you know, like yeah. America is the land of cheap stuff. Yeah. So it made sense. They got him all hooked up with that. <laughs> Which I love, but not I'm, at Seven Eleven. They okay. they went somewhere else and got like got him some good proper like high quality vape so he could vape <laughs> vape himself to crazy. I town. saw that they took him to some bars. They and, took him and to and Nobu. He, he was like so good at the at the drinking games. He yes. put everyone else to shame. Yes, yes. <laughs> they said he was really sweet and uh, kind and fun. And uh, he, they sat down and, and uh, watched some of his old videos with him or, you know, some of his old matches. And, and it does say this on Wikipedia. It said that, you know, he's the most memorable matches were the Haramafuji Gold Star mm. and when he beat Baruto who Baruto, who was uh, Ozeki at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, didn't mention too much about it, but watched it all. And those are kind of like his highlight. You know, those are big. Those are big wins for him. Yeah. And, um, and just reminding yourself, he, he was a Komosubi and really dominant for a long time. And uh, so it was like a really cool, awesome awesome time to just kind of be in his presence and I gave him a couple of jars of our jam now I did not have any bookmark or anything that said who I was (laughs) so besides my name is sumo podcast (laughs) but he took them graciously and I tried to say I was I did this you know the terrible thing when you're trying to say something in Japanese but you just say English louder yeah you just go jam (laughs) it's jam (laughs) jam and I'm sure he was like 
okay. all right, lady. I don't know. That's not even Japanese for jam. I just said jam as if. I'd, anyway, jam. It is jam. Um, so anyway, he took it. He was gracious. But uh, he probably has no friggin' clue who we are. <laughs> But it was a very funny, it was just me hovering and taking weird photos, like hovering close by. He was like, well, I guess there's a stalker in every town. <laughs> uh, well, but I, I learned some lessons okay. on how to approach a sumo wrestler. And uh, I've got to, I've got to up my up your game, up my game okay. and make sure I have a bookmark or something that makes me look legitimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe we should find out how to say, here is a jar of jam for you in Japanese. Exactly. We should use Google Translate. Exactly. Did you ever pull up Google Translate on your phone? I did, but it was all, I was just so flustered and I was just happening so fast and I was just like, I can't, oh, jam. I just Y'all. was like, I had to go and then I was like, here is jam. Leslie, here is jam. I will say, Leslie does get really <laughs> flustered around people people that she recognizes from the sumo world yeah like not, we've, I, i've been around I've, I've done commercials with tina fey i've like yeah, you I don't have, get flustered around i don't that. get flustered around real famous people but sumo wrestlers i don't you get flustered i get flustered i don't know what to do yeah like I, we've uh, talked about doing an interview with musashi maru and i'm like let's just contact him let's just contact him no, and Leslie's like, like no, no 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 we can't just contact him no. he was a yokozuna no yeah <laughs> well there's like a level because like it was big to talk to konishki but konishki's not in the JSA so he's far more laid back and everything so the formality of how we would have to approach Musashi Maru I imagine that would that's the thing that intimidates me is Musashi Maru or Musashi Gawa is just like Konishki yeah he's an American you know like he speaks English but he is a Oyakata (laughs) And, so, and I'm just like, let's send him an email. I know, I know, I know, I know. Well, if anybody Hence knows uh, Musashigawa on uh, personal, they've got a, got a, they got a cell phone. Tell them there's two crazy girls in Texas sitting in a closet that want to talk to him. Anyway, so that was, um, c- congrats to everyone. Yeah. I mean, it was really well done. And all the sponsors for the Dallas uh, Sumo Club and helped put this on. I know that there's another tournament, the Cowboy Cup, that's coming up literally in June, like around the corner. So... You can watch the live stream. You can support. You can throw your money behind local sumo because that's growing the sport all over the world, believe it or not. It's bringing more people into the sport, more people into watching pro sumo, more people into this beautiful world of sumo fandom. So continue to support and um, send me tips on how to approach a sumo wrestler. We did have other people who uh, commented on that social media post and they were like, there is no other way to ask a sumo wrestler for a picture other than extremely awkwardly (laughs) because everyone feels so nervous and weird being like in broken English or or Japanese being like can I bother you for a second to just take a picture photo photo shashin shashin jam 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 shashin jam jam I have jam oh my god all right all these Texans are up to they just give jam this is not something most people do either in texas (laughs) is only us but uh anyway probably took it home was like i have no idea what this red stuff is in the jar yeah i gave him the peach (laughs) vanilla bourbon because i was like the guy likes to drink okay that's true i was like he's gonna like the bourbon one okay and then i gave him an orange marmalade but i didn't have them labeled so they're not all cute or anything they're just two random (laughs) jars jars. of jam he was probably like what do i put this on random jars of things that people gave you on the street in japan uh no (laughs) 
it will probably end up in the dumpster. He'll be like, what the hell is this? But maybe he'll be brave enough to open it up and be like, this is Oishi. Maybe. Majorly maybe Oishi. Maybe Corey explained it. Maybe anyway. he probably afterwards cut to that conversation. What the hell did what that rando that woman, doing? woman named Sumo Podcast give me? <laughs> Okay, but while we're sort of on the subject of like awkward meetings with Rikishi, I just want to say a big huge thank you to Annie and Scott in Australia who went to the last sumo tournament and got signed posters from Ikiwoi. Oh my gosh. Sent us this huge care package of wonderful things from the sumo tournament. It arrived this week and it pleased us to no end. So thank you, thank, thank you, you, thank you, Annie. <laughs> Scott, it was just, ah, it was so fun. And the buttons are great. The coin purses are great. We love it all. We absolutely love it. A real autograph from the voice of Sumo. Yes. Ikioi. I mean, this is is awesome stuff. So thank you. It's been a great week in the Sumo land. Yeah. Uh, Lots of stuff going on. I don't have too much new stuff because the Bonzuke is pretty much what dominates the news. There's really not too much else to say other than what we've known before. The big things are Wakataka Kage is out for a year. (laughs) And and then we've got a Bonzuke with some movement. Okay, so let's talk about this Bonzuke, y'all. I, in my opinion, the most exciting news from the Sponsuke comes from the very top and the very bottom. Yeah. The very top, we have our lone Yokozuna. Right. Sharon Fuji, who is expected to be back. Yeah. Y'all, that is huge. But the big question is, will he or won't he? He has been showing up. He has been in training. If he does show up, how will those knees look? You know, right. his 80% probably still beats most everybody else in the yeah. crowd. So it's still a question. Right. Like he might how, show up, he might but he also up. might pull out after four days. Exactly. Just to be like, hey, y'all, I showed up, but I still got some yeah. healing to do. Because I think, well, it's a big question as to how those knees will hold up under that sort of pressure. But I think one of the people that, you know, everybody's really curious to see if they meet how what's going to happen is this person in the bottom of the Bonsuke that is back. And this is the other super exciting news from the Bonsuke is Asano Yama is back. Yes. Now he's at M14, so he's not at the very bottom. East 14, yeah. Yep, but he is fresh off his Jurio Championship win. And he has no injuries. He looked solid. He looked fabulous in Jurio, except for that one little day he was back in the top division and he lost, right? That was his right. only loss, I believe. Right. But he still has a great pushing game. He still has a great Uwatanage. And he's probably going to be real glad to be back, y'all. Yeah, he was uh, interviewed this week and he says, he said, basically, I'm finally able to return to Makauchi and this is where the real competition begins again. He's yeah. been out for two years or we haven't seen him in two years. Yep. And and he says he's aiming for Sanyaku this year, and he wants to get as close as that, close to that as possible, to, as soon as possible. And y'all, he can do it. I yeah. mean, this is where he should be. He well, shouldn't but, have been in the in the lower levels. I know, but it his will game be, is here. Yeah, it will be interesting for me though to see if he struggles with either nerves because he has not been practicing for all this time with these big guys yeah. until as of late. And I know he's strong and everything and he's he did crush Jurio, right? But I think he'll probably, like everyone else, like when you're out of the mix, he'll struggle with the Sanyaku guys. So it'll be I interesting wonder. to see how they will 
if he's getting eight in a row, you know, yeah. how they will I anticipate the first week being easier, but how his second week will look when he is fighting some of fighting these the higher Takayasu guys? and some of I, these guys. Yeah, I don't know. So I think if he has really been practicing, he could just show up and just go on a tear and right. do really well. If Terunofuji stays in, there's not a high chance that he will actually meet Asano Yama right. in this sumo tournament, just because it would be rare for him right. to fight down at that level, right? right in right. 14. But... I mean, weirder things have happened. Right. You know, if he doesn't lose a thing and he just keeps winning, they could, you know, bump him up. I don't know that he would actually fight a, a, a I mean, Yokozuna, if it's a, but... Well, if it's in a playoff for the U show, then exactly, he would. Exactly, he would, right? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot of excitement both in those two spots and, like, people really anticipating a meeting of those two again and, like, yeah. what will happen? Because if anyone can push Terunofuji up high and move him back, they got a chance of winning. Right. Right? And Asanayama is one that he disappeared. He fell off. He went out of sumo, I should say, right as Terunofuji was making his rise. So a lot of people speculate that one of the reasons Terunofuji got back to Yokozuna so quickly and quote-unquote easily, even though it wasn't easy, right. was because Asanayama was out of the picture. So now that he is back, everything gets more exciting. Yeah. Right? Right. Because he would have been Terunofuji's, like, prime person standing in the way going, no, 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 I want this well, Yokozuna thing, too. And we too. all know he was, like, kind of heir apparent. Like, he seemed like everybody's bet for who was going to be the next Yokozuna. Yeah. Even though he had just been promoted to Ozeki. But he, I mean, barring injury, he would have... He, he would have been at the top at a time when there was a vacuum. It was yeah. just Takakesho. Right. Well, and him. And him, because he was Ozeki. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that means at the Ozeki rank, this one's a strange one. We have one Kataban Ozeki this time, and it's the battle hamster himself. Right. We have had zero news on him, right? Right. Yeah. We know he's injured. I don't, I, I mean, I haven't seen anything. I could have missed stuff, but yeah, he hasn't really been dominating the no. media lately. And that and sort of I haven't weird. heard also much about him doing Digeko or, you know, the joint, uh, joint practice. Yeah. I haven't heard a thing about him, which makes me wonder if he's maybe not a hundred percent. Yeah. I don't know. So that one's a big question mark. But then, okay, here's more excitement at the Seke Wake rank. Boy, they are stacking the deck this time. We have four Seke Wakes this right. time. All eyes are going to be on Kiribayama, who needs only 10 wins to get the minimum for an Ozeki bump right. up. So Is that 33? Yeah, he only needs 10. But and if he won and he had 12... Oh, well, he only needs 10. He only needs 10. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. been putting out double digits. I mean, this Mongolian heartthrob has been steadily rising like yeah. cream to the top. Yeah. I mean, his last six tournaments, he had three at Komasumi, three at Sekiwaki. So he's just slowly rising up. And if he does well, and, you know, he won the last one, right. y'all, if he gets to double digits, odds are really good that he could become a Nozeki. So... Everybody's going to be watching him. But they're also watching a couple other guys who are also in the mix and have uh, the potential to become Ozeki as well. Big D is the next in line. Daesho. Yeah, Daesho. He is within <laughs> striking range. He had uh, a 12 and a 10. Wow. So he's really close. He also, he could do it. He yeah. could do it with he needs 30, 11. If, right. 11 or 12 or be a runner up for a... For the U show as well. Yeah. These, these guys are, it's going to be a tough tournament because it's so high stakes for these guys. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. The third out of our four sekiwake, um, and I'm not doing this in order. I'm just giving you like, here's this yeah. block of men, right? Right. Um, Hoshoryu is also, there's a possibility for him to go for Ozeki, but this is much harder. So in his last two tournaments, he had a, a 10 wins and then eight wins. So he would have to really be on a scream and like almost shut out everybody else in order to grab onto that Ozeki rank this okay. time. Because yeah. he had that, remember that ankle injury, yeah, I think is what it he was? Yeah, did. Yeah. So there is a chance, but it's much slimmer right. for Hoshorio. Right. And then our fourth Sekiwake, and this is exciting because it's this man's highest rank thus far, Wakamoto Haru. I'm super excited about this one just because I love him. Well, and a little history on this yeah. promotion. He and, well, Wakamoto, Wakamoto Haru and Waka Takakage are the fourth set of brothers in history to achieve the honor of both making it to the Sekiwake really? rank. Yeah. And the other people that are in that list are like the Wakanahana Takanahana brothers. Yeah. Two other Yokozunas and two other like Yokozunas. Now the shame of this is right. that we don't get to see them there at, at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah. But we still get the pleasure of saying Sekiwake Wakataka. No. Sekiwake Wakamotoharu. Although I do think Sekiwake Wakataka Kage is more fun to say. I should deserve a prize for delivering that perfectly. Yeah, yeah, you did it well. But wouldn't it have been fun to say Sekiwake Wakataka Kage and Sekiwake Wakamoto Haru? Yes. That's pretty pleasurable as well. Yes. Okay, but we only get one of them. We only get one, but yes. I'll take this one. This yes. is a surprise guy because we all thought Wakataka Kage was the, the, the big one. But boy, this brother... That was on his heels. You sure can't has discount the siblings, you, yeah. y'all. You cannot discount the siblings. Nope. We inspire each other. Yes, this and is we, true. And we both go to success well, they're when made, we're working they're with each other. From the same background, so they probably have the same sort of moral standards, drive. Well, and the wrestling family that they grew up in. Well, that too. Yeah. All of that works together. And I love it because we got to see more pictures of Wakamoto Haru smiling yeah. and saying how happy he was yes. to be at this rank. And, you know, in my opinion, any coverage with Wakamoto Haru is great coverage. He said about that, that I want to do my best so that I can stand shoulder to shoulder with successive generations. I, that's a Japanese translation, but nice. I think he's what he's saying is like, I feel very honored to be here. Yeah. When generations, there's been so few slots, you know, so few generations that have done this of brothers. So I think the long and short of this is y'all. There are going to be some great matchups. Yeah. With all these sekiwakes. Yes. It's going to be fun. Yes. So the next rank below it also has plenty of talent, but there is one hole. As we said earlier, Wakatakakage is there in name only. Right. He will not be there in person because he right. had knee surgery. Mm -hmm. He has blown out his knee and everybody's sad about it and he's going to be out a long time. I bet he's really angry. I bet he's just yeah. seething at home. He could be with his four kids. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> They're all like four kids under four as yeah. well. Like he's sitting at home with a bum knee and like four kids bouncing up the walls. Poor guy. But the other men right at that rank, Kota Nawaka. Yep. And Shodai. Welcome back, Welcome Shodai. Back. To Komasubi. Yeah, that's where he should be. It's great yeah. to see him back. Super thrilled that he's there. 
Kochanawaka. By the way, I saw some really great footage online of Kochanawaka signing. Up, yeah, close up angle. I was like, close up angle, signing autographs awkwardly and with absolutely no emotion. Yeah, it was stone cold sober it was. autographs. And it was. I thought this could never happen in America. If some star was signing autographs like that, just kind of like put it in front of me and I'll yeah, sign it. And he give did it back look a little you. sour pussy, but <laughs> he really did. Uh, I was like, people would be all over him and would hate him forever. Yeah, or they'd kind of love him just for being so off-putting. I, but you know what? I would be pressed to find a photo of him actually smiling anywhere. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? I, I cannot think in my mind actually what his teeth look like. I mean, he could have snaggle teeth in there and we would not know. You're right. Because have I don't I think I've ever seen him smile. Please, if you're listening, please tag us with happy Cochinawaka pictures. <laughs> Surely I mean, they're They have to be recent. Like kid photos don't count. Okay, yeah. Which was just the other day, actually. Well, and honestly, <laughs> I don't think I've seen a picture of him smiling as a kid, have I? He's always been real serious. Well, I mean, his he, dad. Exactly. Like... <laughs> he was with his dad training all the time, so... Maybe that is just his existence, and he will not smile until he retires. That's <laughs> <laughs> just his thing. I don't know if I've seen his father smile either. Kind of like either, the so. Willie Nelson braids. He's just going to wear it He's and wear it do forever. it forever. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, okay. So that is the very top of the pyramid. But there are um, there's lots of talent right below. At M1, we have... The, uh, an Oshi specialist with super long arms who could be really deadly. That's Abi. He's he's one Abasho himself. Yes. And we have a tiny giant killer who's really good at that Karaskashi. Yep, Midori Fuji. Yep, Midori Fuji. Mm -hmm. So we got those guys at M1 keeping things exciting. We've got Takayasu and Endo at M2. Anything Endo, can happen. I know. Endo at 2 surprises me, though. Endo hangs better at 7 or 8. Messing up the top guy's ranks. He oh, loves he, to spoil. He but does. he prefers to sit lower, I think. You think? He wrestles better when he's lower. The last time I remember he was up there, he had an abysmal tournament, I thought. Because mm. it's his first week is tough. I think he enjoys... An easy first week? An easy first week and then screwing up everybody else's Ozeki you know promotions. Who doesn't love a slow beginning? Right. Yeah, he's laid back. He's I'll chill. He's Indo. He does what he wants. That's what he wants. He does not seem to care yeah. about the big goal, the big aim. He just is like, I'm happy to be here making money. I like to compete, but yeah. and I'm then you've up, got, I'm down. Then you've got Takeyasu, who's a brick house. Yeah. Like a real hard to move, y'all. Yeah. As long as he's healthy, and I think he is, he's okay. Yeah. And he's been singing lately yes. on the sumo tours. Yeah. So he seems to be in a great mood and i'm sure singing helps your sumo i don't know how i'm sure it does but i'm sure it does it does it, it does. absolutely does it makes one happier yeah if i've learned anything from doing high school musical right now it's that singing does make you happy that's very true yep that's very true okay uh at m3 we have the flying monkey and we have nishiki fuji who is slowly rising nishiki and learning fuji. himself mm -hmm. he is in he's within striking distance of those yeah. top levels and doing quite well and learning a lot yeah he's my next the guy i think next in line to make his promotion up to sanyaku very soon i think he could he seems to have he seems to have all the skills and he's healthy and young and, and he's good yeah but my thing is like he's just learning he's right. getting so much experience meeting all these different kinds of sumo specialists and it's like he's taking it on yeah He's in, in just like sink, it's sinking in and he goes, okay, learn that, learn that. Okay. Take it to the next level. I love, I love those slow rises. I love them. 
Midor, uh, sorry, M4, we have the very dangerous and unpredictable Ura, and we've got Mr. Thunderpants, Nishikigi. I will never be able to call him Nishikigi again since Bruce Henderson gave us the Mr. Thunderpants. He is bottom heavy. <laughs> it's and just I mean, the most you perfect know what? name. So am I. So <laughs> takes one to know one. Nishikigi. <laughs> I think it's Gagamaru must have a little bit of the Mr. Thunderpants in him to keep him that low to the ground oh for sure it's definitely a benefit i mean other people who have wrestled him have said like he's he's really tough because of that the way just distributed in his body i have someone sent us a book uh it was when hakaho retired and it was his book of photographs Mm -hmm. and journal entries about hakaho and he has all these wonderful drawings as he was learning sumo and they seem to be about like at, like direction of energy and chi mm-hmm. as it's going through your body mm. and how to keep it low, mm. super low and grounded. grounded yeah. in the, and there's all these arrows and things. And I always think of that when I'm watching sumo and I'm like, it's not just strength. There is, they're doing something with chi that's very different, very Mr. Thunderpantsy. Yes. I love it. All right. So at M5, we've got our newbie-ish and still quote unquote unhurt Kimbozan. And the way the reason I, I say know. quote unquote is like that he's keeps saying that that is his aim. I just don't want to get hurt. I yeah, just he just arrived. Yeah. And he's and he's at M five. M five. Doing impressive. great. Yeah. And we have Kota Shoho at that level. Okay. M five. And okay. and so at I'm just gonna skip down to the bottom. At the bottom, of course we got Asano Yama at M fourteen. And opposite him we got Mr. Experience himself, Mio Miogs. Mio Mioguru. Mio. Solid pusher. Super experienced. But I feel like this is a very low ranking for him. He seems to just kind of go up and down and up and down in those middle ranks. Yeah, he's an older gentleman. Yeah, I feel like, though, he's been hovering more towards the bottom of the ranks with his record lately. He's been easily beaten. So I think he's probably closer to the end of, I don't want to call it, but, you know. It's the rise and fall of every sumo wrestler. You can't, he's a veteran. He's been around for a long time and he's probably majorly injured underneath all of that. And he's a powerhouse. He always has been, but there's a limit. There's the only amount of certain amount of time you can spend in the sport. And he's definitely on the, the sunset side of things. Okay. At M15, we have uh, Ichiyamamoto seems to be treading water. About in this, you know, 15 yeah. to 17 range. Mm-hmm. He's gone up a little bit from here, but he seems seems to be staying around here. We also have Tsurogisho at this level. And uh, M16, we have Mitoryu, who's back, uh, and Oho. I think both of those men are kind of popping back and forth mm-hmm. between Jurio mm-hmm. and Makuchi. And then at M17, we have one person, Mr. Giggles himself, Kageyaki. Perfect. Yeah. I don't know why I've given him the name Mr. Giggles. Probably because it looks like he never giggles. I don't think he's giggled. Which in his makes life. again, if you can Me find laugh. us a photo of Kagayaki oh my God. smiling. Yes, and I mean double points if you can find a picture of him smiling standing next to Endo? Kota Nawaka. No, Kota <laughs> you would get a hundred points from Sumo Kabuki yeah, from that. I feel like we would send you uh, something in the mail. Oh but, my um, god, that would be so good. But I think it's going to be pretty hard to find. I think so too. Unless somebody's got like their cell phone and was like, I've I've got to win a prize and I need a picture, Mr. Kagayaki, of you standing next to Kotonawaka, <laughs> both smiling. <laughs> like you're having a good time. Still think it'd be hard to come up with. Oh my god. Well, 
If you find that photo, send it over to us. We will love you forever. I think that's all for this week. That's right. Next week, it sounds like we're going to be um, getting back into some spotlights, maybe on that's some right. wrestlers or something else may come up. That's right. Who, Who knows? knows? But thank you all for supporting us. Your donations. We appreciate that. We love that. Thank you for also these great reviews and letting us know what you like in our content. If you have suggestions of stuff you'd like us to be chatting about or stuff we're missing, go ahead and send it our way and uh, send us an email at sumokaboom at gmail.com or reach out through social media. So thank you so much for listening. We will be back at you next week. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye.